Hello and welcome. You're listening to Met My Match, a podcast where husband and wife discuss various topics while attempting to answer the age-old question, who's right and who's more right? Hi everyone, this is Shelby. And this is Chris. And about five seconds before we press play or record, we were just going back and forth on how we should do our intros. So I immediately, I think everyone's noticed at this point that uh, anytime Shelby says, she says, hi, this is Shelby, welcome to my match. So I decided to point it out right before, so now she's just glaring at daggers at me. I'm not glaring at you, I'm you're, laughing You're okay, you. you're, you're stare glare, you're glaugh glare. You're, you're, uh, you're dramatic. Gla- glaring? Glaughing. Glaughing? 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 Angry eyes, happy smile, there we go. Mm, okay. The default mode of every wife. I'm gonna murder you in your sleep. Basically. Fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. Cool, cool, cool. Just take this episode of therapy with you. Mm, I sure. probably will. We we'll need couples therapy. We'll just have someone listen to this podcast. <laughs> well, speaking of couples therapy, we'll be covering that later. Maybe. Mm. I don't know. Now to, now to talk about uh, our weekly dispute, so let's get into therapy. Yes, sir. So the first one is, which is better, the Big Mac or the Whopper? The Big Mac or the Whopper? Dun, dun, dun. Honestly, I don't think I go to those places enough to have a purposeful opinion of it. What? Um, but I would say probably if I think if about you the had butter, to choose the Whopper, Whopper. I think I enjoy Maybe. the Whopper more than I enjoy the Big Mac. Why? Because the name's bigger. That's the, the name's best. longer. The, yeah, the name's longer. That's that's the best I get. Cause, I mean, they're not. It's not really a sandwich that I sit there and be like, man, you know what I need in my life? A Big Mac slash Whopper. Oh, what put to get put them together? No, I mean, I mean, just in general. Oh, like, okay. I was using that like if and or, so if and or statement. So that's the, that's the hill you're gonna die on. I will die on the hill of Whopper, Whopper. maybe. Oh God. Okay. Maybe. I'm assuming you're gonna go with Big Mac. Hell yeah. All right. What are your strong opinions on that? There was there was, a, there was some. I don't know. Childhood behind nostalgia. That. I don't know. It's like my migraine cure too, because like when I'm trying to get over a migraine. And people who have migraines, you understand what I'm talking about. You have, like, this weird hangover afterwards where it's, like, you need, obviously, carbs and fat and salt. Big Mac with fries and a orange Fanta or a Coke covers that. Just boom, all of it once. Cure. The cure-all. It's a, it's a cure? But it's definitely what I have, mostly what I have after I have a migraine. Ah. Yeah. I don't know. It, it just, like... Definitely not the healthiest thing at all. Oh, yeah. No, obviously not. It's completely garbage. But there's just something about, you know, the special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles on a sesame seed Greens, beans, tomatoes, potatoes. (laughs) No, there's... That's the theme song. It's like special sauce, lettuce, cheese, There's a theme song to the burger? Yeah! Back when it, like, was, you know, trying to get its popularity Side note. Pause. Where'd that... Yeah! Yeah! You just just forget... Yeah, I forgot the queen at the end of that. I don't know where Yas queening uh, Big Macs. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm a Yas a Big Mac. Speaking of Yas queening Big Macs, mm. was it uh, was it them that came up with the uh, the Pride ad for like two burger tops or two burger bottoms on it? No, that, I think that was uh, Burger King. Was it Burger King? Yeah, and they did that overseas too. Yeah, and they so also did like some really heinous, disgusting uh, burgers in like Germany or Belgium that were based off of like what women crave when they're pregnant. Like oh those crazy cravings. They did like... Um, ice cream over like these weird bratwurst with the bun. What? I don't know if it was a joke. But I ain't never been pregnant, but I'm pretty sure no one enjoys that. Yeah, I don't 
know. I was just like, that's disgusting. Like, I can understand, like, craving, like, a burger and some ice cream, but you're not going to eat them together. Or maybe, like, putting, like, um, peanut butter on a burger. Some people do that, too. Ah, uh, that kind of makes sense. Because the sweet and savory yeah. type that, of situation. That kind of makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I think I've done that. I've had that before at a burger place, so that's not I think crazy. McGuire's Probably. does that. Anyway, that's a restaurant, by the way. Um, Thanks for the clarification. But... <laughs> But yeah, I just, I've never liked Whopper. I've never liked Burger King, first of all. Um, I don't know why I've always hated it, but I have. It's disgusting. Damn. It's not good. The people look really sad when they work there. I don't know. At least at McDonald's, or at least the ones that I've been to in the past few years, people are somewhat happy. Not sure why. I mean, you know, people are always happy. Chick-fil-A. <laughs> what do they always say? Like uh, my pleasure, my pleasure, yeah, my pleasure. And if they forget, then they chase you down and they say my pleasure. Otherwise, the mill's free. I, I believe that's a thing. Maybe. Well, you didn't say my pleasure. Oh God, no! I'm gonna get sacrificed. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I just never liked it. Never liked the Whopper. So we're gonna Fair agree enough. to disagree on that one for sure. Next one is which is better? We did two food things. Wow. Uh, cake. In case people didn't know, we're fat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're a bunch of fat asses. Which is better, cake or ice cream for dessert? I am always going to be of the mind ice cream. You know I love cake, but I might have to agree with you on this. Like, lately, I've been really wanting ice cream. Like, Ben and Jerry's. We love Ben and Jerry's. I think, I think it's because you can get more... I mean, I enjoy ice cream to be gener- in general, mm-hmm. but you can definitely get more options with ice cream versus yeah. uh, versus cake. Yeah, I think you're right about Unless that. Unless you get an ice cream cake. I knew I'd do- I was like, he's about to go there, ice cream cake. Which this weekend we should get one and just sh- just sit in front of the TV and eat the entire <laughs> thing in one sitting. We'll hate ourselves. You can get drunk off of ice cream cake. I don't think you want to get drunk again. No, but I'm just saying yeah. off of ice cream cake. That sounds good. I've never liked, so at birthdays, you know, who always will have the cake, and then there's, like, the bucket of ice cream with those crazy Neapolitan flavors. Yeah. I've never liked cake and ice cream in that way. So what you're saying is you've had a regular 90, uh, 90s party. like Oh, every- for <laughs> sure. At the skating rink? <laughs> yeah. Oh, hell yeah. It's like the parents are like, ah, we got this down. We got the skating rink. We got the cake. And we got the giant tub of ice cream that you can't find nowadays, but it existed between oh, the, no, ni- it the 90s exists. to 2000s. It does? Oh, yeah. The Neapolitan seen it. bucket? Mm-hmm. Okay. Or just plain vanilla, depending on, you know... Maybe I'm looking in the right areas, then. If, if the dad picked it up or the mom picked it up, it's either going to be Neapolitan or vanilla. And then, of course, at like the end, the, the only thing left is the strawberry, because... Like, nobody liked the nobody strawberry. nobody eating no strawberry. It was not even strawberry-flavored. It was just like, this is weird, because it's pink. What and flavor is that? Pink. Pink. That's what. That's not a flavor. That's like purple drink, right? Yeah. But yeah, I, I just didn't like ice cream and cake side by side like that. But I love me some ice cream cake, like Baskin Robbins ice cream cake. Oh yeah, I don't know why. Why am I like this? Because you're a, you're a fat kid inside. Probably. Yeah. Definitely, actually. There's a fat kid inside of you, <laughs> hunched over, anemic because they can't breathe. <laughs> I can't breathe. Yeah. But right, like lately, I'm gonna go with ice cream just because lately that's what I've been like wanting more and more. And like we'll get the pints, and I only need like a few bites. Like I, I'm not gonna eat the whole pint in one sitting. That's just. I will eat the whole pint. In one I sitting. know you will. You're, will you're shuck, overachiever. I will shock on a pint. I know you will, but I I can't do I'll it. Eat that I'll thing, eat like but half. Like, Wanna watch me do it again? And <laughs> <laughs> I do it again. No, I'll, I'll eat like half of it or half later. And with cake, it's like. You can buy, like, I think, slices now at the stores. 
you know, like in a little prepackaged thing at yeah. the grocery store. But if you're gonna buy a cake, you have to be dedicated. Yeah, you have to buy a cake. I don't know where this. Like I don't know where this bullshit came from. Where you gotta buy. Where you can buy, buy little. I'm gonna buy a little slice of cake. I bought like the slice before, what? and I'm like, why did I do what that? What satanic ritual are you completing by eating a small, tiny piece of cake? Who is who's for that? Is who is that? That is for? an affront to God. Not not getting a full cake to take home. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you're like, this wasn't enough, and I'm gonna want more, probably tomorrow. Every time you buy a slice of cake. An angel loses its wings and a devil gets its horns. Wow. I'm not afraid to say it. You're ruining lives by not buying a full cake and getting little slices. Mm-hmm. Or just buy a sheet cake and then like cut it in half or something. You can always freeze cake. Exactly. People freeze their wedding cake like the top part. If they have a wedding, they freeze the top part. But we had wedding cupcakes. Uh-uh. I made us a cake. Remember? I made the little square cake. Oh, yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah. Make that again. Oh, okay. Oh. We'll get married Apparently, again. I'm making cake again. We're gonna have several. So, weddings. are we on the cake side now, or are we on the ice <laughs> cream side? <laughs> we, we talked We're ourselves like, into cakes. Damn it, they're no, both I'm delicious. Still, I'm still with ice cream. Okay. I just, I just damn anybody to hell who's out there buying slices mm. of cake instead of just buying a full. Yeah, cake. yeah. Commie bastards. Uh, Commie bastards. <laughs> exactly. That is that is a, that is akin to communism. Definitely. If you're agree. buying, if you're buying a slice of cake, you are a communist. Mm-hmm. Just the slice. Because you're saying, I will get my slice of cake, and then everybody gets their slices of cake. When you should just buy a sheet cake. Capitalism. Take your whole entire cake home with you. Yeah. And then cut it in slices, and then sell that shit. Exactly. Boom. That's capitalism. Capitalism. (laughs) None of this buying communist communist one piece of cake. (laughs) But yes, ice cream. Ice cream is the ultimate dessert. I think so, too. Well, right now, I'm just really in, in ice cream. And I used to not like it because I have sensitive teeth. And, you know, it just hurts a little bit after a while. And I, I just can't do it. But, like, uh, like the Klondike bars, ice cream bars, like that, amazing. Do love those, too. Amazing. Amazing. And then we have, like, a local ice cream custard place that's pretty bomb. We like that. It's uh, very moving local. On. Baskin Robbins. No, it's, I'm ca- it's kidding. called... I'm uh, kidding. Caliches. Caliches, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's delicious. <clears throat> I have no idea what it means. I think it means so, custard. Or so, something. speaking of good tasting. Yeah. It's time for the taste test. Insert catchphrase song here. Pew, 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 pew. I don't know. I was just going to leave it silent and then tell everybody we uh, have one. But you now we have a catchphrase song. It's pew, 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 pew. <laughs> catchphrase song. That's it. That's, that's it. That's, that's it. okay. It's like finger guns. So for this taste test, uh, we found Corona Refresca, which I think we've had a Corona brand before for a couple different things. Oh, they really are called Refresca. I thought that was just Fresca. Wow. Yeah, because you're not you're not just getting fresh. You're getting you're getting refreshed. <laughs> yes. I know that was terrible. Um, but you're right. But I think we've had the we've had Corona brand mm-hmm. uh, before, and they're pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically, with these, it looks to be I, I guess the whole theme is island. Type yeah, stuff. they're very tropical looking. So let's read off these flavors. We got guava lime, passion fruit lime, coconut lime, and pineapple lime. Okay. Never mind. It is a lime theme. Well, yeah, the, the refresca or whatever it said on the box was like lime with whatever. Live your lime away? Oh, probably. I like that. A lime rick, if you will. Okay, Is it called a limerick? Stop. Sorry, okay. Um, so, we'll start over this side with pineapple lime. I think which... that's going to be too bad. I hope. We'll see. Sometimes there's a lot of... Uh, flavoring to it and sometimes just kind of like ah, 
You've made fizzy water. With a little hint of pineapple. I'm worried about that passion fruit one, though. Ooh. I usually hate passion fruit. That is actually pretty good. I can definitely... It, there's not a strong hint. Ooh, that's tasty. Yeah, there's not a strong hint of pineapple. No, it's it's light. It's, yeah, it's, it's refreshing. Light. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Mm. Well, they definitely hit it with the refreshing, so I am definitely refreshed. Yeah, I'm so it's refreshed. just the Let's right amount of run. sweetness. And it's not like an overpowering lime or pineapple and, and lime, honestly. I like that one. Now okay. for the next one. Now I'm excited. <laughs> coconut lime. Mm. Sometimes the coconuts are kind of hit and miss. Yeah, I'm worried too. I was going to say it's like sunblock or not. All right, that one's actually pretty good as well. Um, so that one, there's definitely... So so far what I'm noticing is with these two ones we've drank so far... The flavoring if is not super strong, but it's also not super light. So it's hit that kind of really good medium. Yeah, it's sweet for sure, but it's not like the flavor's not overpowering. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so yeah, it's more it's more sweet than anything else. Like the you're coconut, saying. it's interesting. It tastes kind of like a coconut water with like a little bit of lime in it. Yeah. Yeah. So not so not uh, what did you say earlier? Suntan lotion. Flavor. Yeah, definitely not suntan lotion. Unless your suntan lotion smells like coconut. All right, now for the passion fruit, the one you're worried about. Yeah, because I don't like passion fruit flavored stuff. It always tastes like hairspray, which I don't understand. All right, that one's also pretty good as well. Um, so, kind of, like I said, it definitely is up to his name of basically being uh, ref refreshing. Um, it is, I wouldn't say sugary. It's definitely sweet. And I think what probably they did is they probably made it sweet first and then added it and then probably tested some flavoring in there. I actually like that. Because, like I said, passion fruit flavor, I've never liked it. Yeah, coconut and passion fruit are usually pretty hard to get right. Um, and I think what they did here is obviously it's a refreshing name and they made it a lot more uh, sweet. Yeah. So it's it's more... So that, that's why I said the, are, that's why the flavor wasn't strong. Right. It's, it's more the sweetness. It's sweet and then it's flavorful. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. And these are dangerous because I don't taste any alcohol. <laughs> And these are 4.5. All right, now it's time for uh, Guava Lime. Guava Lime. Hope this one's not terrible. Otherwise, I'm going to screwed. Because we've liked everything once for this I one. I know. All right. I think that's my favorite. So each one has been a... Uh, that one maybe has the most flavoring Ooh. in it. But yeah, so refreshing. I like. It's definitely refreshing. I think I think it's easy for both of us to say right now this is definitely a must buy. Mm -hmm. um, so our usual scale is don't buy, buy, must buy. This is definitely a must buy. Um, yeah. Every single one of them have been. I've liked. Yeah, I liked every single yeah, one. Every single one have been pretty refreshing. Dang, this is gonna be hard to choose. Which one's your favorite? <laughs> and uh, the flavoring, I th it feels like is the last is the la yeah last thought. So mm -hmm. sweet first, flavorful second, and yeah. then um, not as seltzery. Actually, does even there's call it a carbonation. Seltzer? There is carbonation. It, they're carbonated. They're frescas. So, like an agua fresca, fresca, yeah. you know, it's kind of like water. It's got the fruit juice in it, and it's got maybe some coconut water in there or something. So I think that's what it's trying to mimic. I don't even see seltzer on the can. No, they're this, frescas. It says malt, ba malt, malt I mean, beverage. I mean, seltzers are malt beverages too. Fair enough. I probably should have researched what malt beverages were first. A lot of things are malt beverages, And just beverages, so clear, um, we are not 
experts on seltzers. We're drink experts. I mean, yeah. We're, we're connoisseurs <laughs> of the seltzers. I think, uh, what do they call people who drink the wine and then they tell you what to drink with it? Sommeliers. Sommeliers. We are definitely not sommeliers. We are, we are. About 15 steps below seltzer, that. Seltzer water sommeliers. <laughs> Which I think uh, Semonier is specific to wine. It's I think, wine only. Yeah, and I think there's different names for different ones. So next, we'll look up. We'll look up and we'll tweet the name out of what that is. I'm a hard are, uh, seltzer expert. Yeah. This is a pretty pretty good. Well, until someone's out there is uh, reviewing a bunch of different ones, and I think, like we said, we've reviewed sixty different packs so far over a year. Flavors. Flavors. Was it seventeen packs? And like a hundred something different uh, types. So. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to run a pretty good stretch. I mean, if somebody had to be called an expert, I think it would probably be you and me. Yeah. Just, until just until someone can prove it, we are the current experts. I'm going to go with that. On seltzer water. Yeah. We're immediately going to get Seltzperts. Seltzperts. No, no, I need to think of a better name. I, okay, so for right now, we'll call, we'll be Seltzperts for the moment. That's what we'll stick it with. It sounds really bad. It does. It does sound terrible. But for now, that's our name, Seltzperts. Okay. okay. We're changing our we're changing our podcast no, name no, no, to no. Met Myself. That's not all that we are. Met Myself Spurt. No. <laughs> all right. Twin Spurters. So out of all oh, okay. four of these, I'm ignoring that. Okay. Out of all four of these, which one's your favorite? The um, guava. Let me try the pineapple again. Okay. I'm gonna try the passion fruit again. Pineapple's really good. Actually, I'll try the passion fruit again. No, that one just works. It does. Just trying all of them again. Are you going to try the coconut again? Uh, now that you mention it, sure. Just do it. Just do it. Mm. It's guava lime. Okay. That's, um, that one's number one I definitely you. like the sweet coconut they did with the coconut one, though. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that's what, There's a few times I'll like a coconut seltzer. Like, we thought the Sonic one was going to be good. wasn't. Um, but the, the, the self, this Corona for Fresca coconut lime is really good. You know, now that I'm drinking that one, I tried the coconut again. It's a little too sweet for me. It's a little too I sweet like, like I said, I like them all. You are all great. You're all. It's a little too refreshing. It's like trying to pick your favorite child. You all great. <laughs> you're all wonderful. However. But you're, but you're the reason we're going to get a divorce. <laughs> uh, you know what? I might have to eat my words on this because passion fruit was really good. Like, it just, it, it works. I can't explain it. I'm going to try the guava one more time, too. <laughs> so I think this is one of the um, few times we've had to, like, go back repeatedly. Not because we had to find which one we liked because it was really hard. Good. But because it was, each one is that good. So, yes, this Corona Fresca, definitely a must-buy. Oh, yeah. Um, it's only 4.5% alcohol, so obviously you're not going to get trashed off this unless you're lightweight like my wife. Yeah. I, I should just stick to just two drinks and call it a day. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to go with the passion fruit. I'm literally eating my words right now. Right, I'm sticking with uh, and I usually guava hate lime then. Okay. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> Bodies. My wife loves passion fruit. But yes, uh, Corona Fresca must buy. Yeah. Are you going to call this the passion I'll call this the passion. The passion. I'll just chuck it at you. <laughs> Have my passion. Yeet. Yeet. All right. Uh, you dug up something. Yes. Yeah, so moving on to our... <laughs> thanks for the transition there. You're welcome. Uh, moving on to the main topic of this podcast, uh, we wanted to talk about love languages. Mm-hmm. Um, 
as some people are sure are aware, have been you know read about it. Everybody's been married, been in a long term relationship. Uh, they've heard about love languages. They've maybe read up on it, looked a few things. Uh, so we did we did a bit of research into it. Um, the I think Gary Chapman is the author's name and came up with like the five love languages. Yeah, um, which he's he's I currently know, I think of five. Yeah, he's currently the most one of the most popular uh, people talking about it. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if he specifically came up with the idea himself or some of those he's repackaged it. Um, and kind of yeah, popularize the idea. But a lot of these are coming off of kind of what he said. Okay, yeah. I don't know the history of them, but the only ones I can remember are acts of service, uh, quality time, physical touch, and gifts. Or maybe acts of services gifts? No, it's gifts. That's only four. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know all of them. And so, you said that you found how many? Seven. And some of them, wow. look, looking through it, it, some of them are kind of repetitive, but mm. uh, but they're, they're the basic things. So gifts, for instance. So we're going to go through all of them, right? Yeah, we're going to go through okay. all of them. Um, so one of, the, one of the key things that I was, as I was reading doing this research, was there isn't a big thing about people talking about, like, if you don't have the same love languages, you're incompatible. Yeah. It's just knowing what your partner's love language is to know where that love is coming from. So before we dive into this, I think we should probably talk about which ones ours are. Like, what is yours? Uh, I would say definitely mine is physical touch. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to say mine is probably their quality time, like that that I want from others, right? Yeah. Quality time, I think, is what I, I want. Now, my love language of, like, what I do for people is definitely acts of service, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Is it? Yeah, I mean, you definitely show your love by, like, you know, obviously doing things with me, cooking a lot of our meals and yeah. food. Yeah, I just then, like doing things for people or, like, gifting, you yeah. know? Like, I like cooking, and so, like, like you mentioned, or I'll, I'll, you know, make a bunch of cookies, I'll do baking and, like, stuff like that. I guess it's just, like, a generosity thing. But um, what is yours for, for like, two others? I mean, it, uh, mostly physical touch is one of mine. Like, obviously, I like hugging and. So you like to you you want physical touch and you want to give it. Yeah. Give, okay. Okay. All right. And then I well, uh, there's probably another one. I just like I I have to read through this again to get it, uh, but I'll I'll probably talk about it when we get to it. Okay. Uh, but the first one is gifts. Yeah. Uh, so some people obviously not to say that they are materialistic. But the big thing being like, um, and gifts can be anything from like gift of time, gift of an item, gift of uh, anything. But like the big thing that they that they when he talks about in here is if you're if you're receiving something from someone, um, that might be their way of gifting. There was a uh, one of the comments made by someone in a thread was basically, um, yeah, my mom was very affectionate. But every now and then she would, you know, bring me ice cream and stuff and, and give me stuff. Yeah. And like I always, and this is this is what she was saying. I always thought, you know, she just got it because she was hungry. But turns out her her love language is gifting, mm-hmm. and part of her gifting was gifting me food. Yeah. Um, not just you know cooking it, but actually going out getting something for herself, but also like she thought about her. him or them yeah. enough to go out and. And that's and that's usually what it is. Too. It's like yeah. you're thinking about that person. You want to give right. them something, hence gifting. Yeah, it's not, and and if it's done the right way. So, like, there's gifting with the intention of, like, I don't expect anything in return, right? And then yeah. there's people who give things when they want something in return, and that's not cool. Yeah, so the big thing they say at the bottom here, it is the thought and the actual gifting mm-hmm. that counts. Yeah. yeah. 
Now the next one is acts of service. Uh, so the big thing here is, you know, if you're love language acts of service, it's uh, presenting or doing something for someone. Mm-hmm. Um, like for instance, how you cook for me and mm-hmm. make food and all that. Um, or how like, if you ask me to do something, I'll obviously do it or I'll do it before you even ask me to do it. Yeah. Uh, like the dishes, for instance, I, I get up and do those because I know you, I know you hate, uh, you don't like to do dishes. I don't but hate I, but doing I, the dishes. You is hate it, doing dishes. It's not my favorite household <laughs> chore. So I make sure they're always, I, they're usually done before you get home. Yeah. No, you're, you're excellent about it. You really are. And I appreciate you for that. And then some of the examples in here was, uh, when I was younger, my mom would prepare my siblings and me a breakfast before we left for school. Uh, before she left for work, she would chop up bits of watermelon and leave them in the refrigerator for my father to enjoy before we left home. She would spend hours cleaning, going to grocery, cleaning their cars. Uh, this is a way of her showing love and affection. Yeah. So sometimes it's like little little things like that people don't recognize. Uh, but that's, you know, a parent or another a spouse showing their way of love by doing these activities. I mean, it, it takes, it, you know, cutting up watermelon in cubes like that. That's, you know, an extra step there. Somebody could just, you know, like, here's some watermelon, do it yourself, right? But that's that's just taking more thought into it. Yeah. And then, of course, like, the see the magic words to this are, let me do that for you. Yeah. It's like taking the burden off of your partner so that mm-hmm. way you can do it for them. But the let me do that for you, I've said that to you, but it's more of like, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> let me do that for you. <laughs> yeah, you're like, stop doing that. Yeah. yeah. Or you're panicking about something, I'm like, let me do that for you. Yeah, I just have control issues, mostly. A little bit. That's, hey, at least I know... Right? Yeah. That's the first step. My, my act of service was saving you from the uh, vacuum cleaner. <laughs> Shut as, up. As it was attacking itself. <laughs> That's a story for another time. Yeah. And now's that time. Um, so, <laughs> if you've ever run over a vacuum cleaner cord, <laughs> you should know that the vacuum cleaner usually has a power button on top of it. Or if you get terrified because of power cords being set up a vacuum cleaner, just scream for your husband to run across the house to unplug it from the wall. Yeah. Because touching the power button that your hand is about an inch from is too difficult to do in a moment my, of panic. My dumbass <laughs> was not thinking clearly in that state. I think I was... Like, there's no excuse, obviously. Like, I'm not, I'm not excusing that. It was, it was definitely a moment of, like... Panic. Yeah, panic. Panic and no... One brain cell was only working at that time. And I was like, turn it off! Unplug it! Unplug it! And you're like, babe, you can turn it off with the button. Which, running in, I didn't know what exactly was happening, so I had seconds to be like, oh, yeah, unplug it. Yeah, I accidentally had either run over, it wasn't its own cord, it was another cable or like, you know, like an Ethernet cable oh, or something okay. like that. Right. Yeah, it was not, or trying not to get sucked up. So. Ah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, back to uh, love languages. <laughs> so the third one is quality time. Uh, so this, I mean, this one's pretty self-explanatory. It's wanting to spend time with your partner. Um, yeah. It's wanting to see our partner, parent. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't always have to be like, uh, when they say love language, it doesn't have to always be like someone you love. But it's even your buddy or your pal. Like yeah. spending time with them is quality time if that's what they enjoy. And that's what yeah. Um, for me, it can be something where we're just in the same room, but we're doing different things. Like... For example, we both like to put together Legos, right? Yeah. And sometimes we'll put them together together. Like, I have my set, you have yours. And I think that's really fun because, you know, that that's... It's quality time, but it's still like... Just having you in the room, I think, is, is the thing that I, I enjoy. It's like just that part as the base for that. That's how it... That's how I relate to the quality time. Like, we can be doing stuff together, but we can do things be... like. You know, independently. Yes, yeah, so the big thing here, they said what matters most is that you spend time with each other 
with minimal distractions from the outside yeah. world. Yeah, life life is not a matter of milestones, but multitudes of moments. Yeah, I can understand that. I can get behind that. Um, as far as the other ones go, what else we got? So we got, for number four, it is words of affirmation. Ah, yes, that's the one I, did I mention that one? I don't think so. I don't think so, no. Okay. I think, this, I think this is one I definitely do with you a lot. Like, pretty much any time I see you, I let you know you're the most beautiful woman in the world. You're or the most, or the most gorgeous liar. woman I've seen all day, especially if we've been staying inside all day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which obviously I, I mean you're the most beautiful in the world, but like the joke being. Yes, it's it's yeah. funny, it's hilarious, and you're cute, jeans. But that's another way I try to. <laughs> damn it. Um, that's another one I try to uh, express as much as possible. Yeah. Um, if I if I give words of affirmation, I'm not a very expressive person, um, and that area but i will write you a love letter you know what i mean like i will do that yeah and i should say these things you know obviously to your face but and i have i think but i'm just saying like it's better for me to get my words out on paper than it is sometimes uh to you know say them verbally so um that could be a you know some people's take because also like i like receiving um letters and stuff like that too so, so the big thing they I think say I have multiple love languages <laughs> i mean everyone does so the big thing they yeah. say is like there is not any one person who has one love language and that's yeah it. i feel like you I have, have varying levels of every love language yeah uh, the big thing they say for words of affirmation are there any spoken or written word that affirm support uplift and positively empathize with another person yeah yeah, because I think everyone needs that, too, like, giving it and re- receiving it, because we need a little bit of positive, like, uh, either motivation, because, I mean, I'm, if you're not getting those words of affirmation at work, you know, it'd be nice to get it from, like, your partner, right? Or that's, family member and or that's friend. And that's why HR exists. Mm. I need words of affirmation. <laughs> you're fired. That's not a good word. Demotion. Yeah, that's a terrible word. <laughs> Speaking of demotion, no. Um, <laughs> so the next one is physical touch. Uh, physical touch is, you know, that one's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. Um, if your partner is dominant in the love language of physical touch, physical presence and accessibility are very important. So when they say physical touch, it just mean like physically always touching, but also just your presence there. Yeah, and then that goes thing. back to what I was saying earlier about quality time. Like, you just being in the room with each other, too, um, or just sitting on the couch next to each other. That can kind of count, I guess, in a way. Yeah. That's what it says here. So, yeah, it's, it can exhibit through hugs, cuddles, pats on the back, yeah. holding hands, kissing, playing with their hair, tapping, even simple stuff like tapping them as you walk by, um, any reassuring touch or just being close as possible. Mm-hmm. So, like, sitting on a couch together. Yeah. So, a lot. So yeah, physical touch and quality time definitely roll in together for a lot I of things. I think so. And then, according to psychology, cuddling is more effective than sleeping pills when it comes to achieving a good night's rest. Really? Yes. Is it because of... They say when you hug somebody, it releases... I wouldn't say just endorphins. It releases something else. Yeah. Whenever you hug somebody. And that's why people say, like, you do need to be hugged every now and then. It's nice. So, 
I make sure that at least we have a hug whenever like I come home from work and stuff like that. Every now and then I just want to be held and loved. <laughs> I just want but, I just want me the little spoon. <laughs> but yes, I think I think it uh for us we definitely make sure that we hug and kiss right when we're both home. Yeah. Even when it annoys the crap out of you because I just jump you when you're carrying all your things, don't you give me a chance to put do. it down. You do. You are a golden retriever. You know what? That can be one of the podcasts where we talk about the different kinds of people: the golden retriever boyfriends, the uh, the gamer boyfriend, the gamer boyfriends, the uh, cat girl girlfriend, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Now for the next one, the one we're doing right now. Guess what that is? Talking. Communicating. Communicating. Yes. Looking so, at each other. I would I say don't it's, know. It's communi- communication. Essentially, okay. essentially. Uh, yeah. So it can be all those things you just listed. Um, but one of the big things is, and like, it's different words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. So like communicating is basically you know talking to each other, communicating your feelings, letting them know how the person feels. Yeah. Um, having that deeper discussion and conversation with someone. Yeah, I think that's good too because that I mean obviously it builds a relationship. And it shows vulnerability, you know, and expressing yourself and, you know, just whatever it is that you want to talk about, whether it be like, oh my gosh, can you believe what happened today at work? And then you just, you know, go off about that. But yeah, it's, oh, it's opening up basically. Yeah. The big thing to hear to not do here is, uh, is to make it seem like your partner knows how you hurt or how you feel and think that they should make amends. But if you don't communicate that. Uh, you're just straining the relationship. Right. So giving them a cold shoulder and just being like, well, obviously they should know is not a great way to... No. Great way to communicate with like, someone. Like, yeah, if you're upset with somebody, it's like, you definitely don't need to just shut down and ignore them. I know I've been guilty of that sometimes, yeah. though. <laughs> it would be nice if you communicated versus disappearing or not talking to me. Disappearing? What not, about... not, not yet, I'm disappearing. disappearing. <laughs> But, Oof, I'm gone. But you have done that where it's I like, is there something wrong? You're like, no. I'm like, okay, cool. And then you're like, there was something wrong. I'm like, <laughs> I knew it. Like, but you didn't know. Fine, I didn't know. But some of, sometimes the reasoning behind that is I'm upset about something else and I don't want to... Communicate it. But I don't want to, like, unleash it on you, right? Yeah. So it's like I'm afraid that, like, anything that you say or do in the, in the time frame that I'm still pissed is going to set me off. So I try to just, like avoid it or something else frustrated me that day and then for some reason uh broke my shoe or the door just like hit me in the face who knows i got choked out by the doorknob like you just did to me like a couple weeks ago <laughs> that was an accident <laughs> and we'll post it on the instagram yeah okay <laughs> fine we'll post it on instagram and i'll probably post it on my tiktok <laughs> yeah. and then uh the last one which is kind of the same thing as words affirmation but it's the expression of affection and love uh, yeah. which, which might be more pointed to the fact like expressing that affection and love because uh, sometimes people forget to do that in general sometimes it's not like the biggest thing on their radar so expressing like what you like what your needs are um it's making sure your partner knows that they are loved and you are love them yeah, yeah like sometimes i tell you and i think i said earlier i appreciate you so like i think it's good to let people know that you appreciate them sometimes because it's like you know, I'm doing all these things. And that kind of goes into the words of affirmation, too, you know, because you're acknowledging, you know, the, the nice things that they're doing for you. And, you know, letting them know, like, I appreciate you. It's great that you're doing those things. And then the final thing that we're going to talk about for the love languages Uh-oh. is uh, I can only find a, an example of five of them. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, how, how to understand it by tacos. 
Tacos. Yeah, the five love languages by tacos. Um, <laughs> words of affirmation: Your tacos are delicious. Acts of service: I made you tacos. <laughs> Receiving gifts: Here's a taco. Oh. Quality time: Let's go out for tacos together. And the final one: Physical touch: Let me hold you like a taco. <laughs> That's hilarious, but that's perfect, too, if you, like, have trouble, like, you know, I guess describing Un- each one of yeah, them. Yeah, understanding or, like, mm-hmm. trying to get this what you're... This is the most uh, basic of ways to do it. That's it's, uh, hilarious. It's love languages by tacos. Yeah. That's great. Which we'll also, we'll also post that so people can understand how to uh, yeah. love their partner through taco. We'll, we'll post it uh, probably on Instagram, too. Which is most definitely a millennial thing because I don't, I don't know what it, what it came about, but just all of a sudden we love tacos. White girls love tacos, white apparently. White girls love tacos. You are a white girl. I don't know if you knew this. Um, I do now, if I, if I didn't. No, I, I mean, every like if you say that you love tacos, and I'm not knocking it. Like, tacos are great. You're saying you love tacos... You also love almost every other Mexican dish because it's all a, a protein, beans, cheese, uh, tomatoes, rice, potatoes. <laughs> tomatoes, and like some tortilla. You know, it's, it's a mix of all those things. Yeah. So it's like you saying you like tacos is pretty basic. Like so everybody likes tacos. So what you're saying is tacos are the true love language. I, I guess. Sure. Why not? Title of the podcast. <laughs> it's just like... Like, girls will put it in, like, their dating profile. I love tacos. Let's go out for a taco. That's like, no, you were ordering a, a so probably re- a quesadilla or burrito. So really, what you don't we really to, love tacos. What we need to start as a new liar. trend is girls to put in their uh, put in their bios for their dating profiles. Oh. Is their love language by tacos. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you if that's what you like, then just put this shit in there. I made you tacos. That Let's way, go out for tacos. And that way. Here's a taco. Yeah, people know right up front what kind of person you are. Not just, you know, Brianna who loves tacos. Like, come on. Everyone likes tacos. I think I just came up. So we talked about our next podcast idea, talking about apps. Mm. And I think mm-hmm. talking about mixing the love language tacos, I think we just came up with a new podcast, a new uh, app idea. We'll make sure to leave that for the next episode because oh, last last thing I don't we know do... where you're going with that because I was like a, a new <laughs> app for the the top. Okay. Last last thing we want to do is uh. Come on, or give it away this early. Okay, we yeah. won't do that. But uh, I guess on that note, we're gonna wrap things up. Wrap it like a taco. Like well, a I guess soft it's taco. more like, like a soft taco. Soft yeah, taco. yeah. And that's that's the thing is like I'm like the hard shell like the the American versions of tacos. Real like real you know like steak or um, was it burrilla burrilla tacos? So to, oh. so to reiterate. Um, my love, my love languages are, your tacos are delicious, and let me hold you like a taco. What is hold you like a taco? It's like it's, it's, your arms and your legs like over me, which you do. No, it's just the way it's just, it's just the way to explain the love language. So mine's are, your tacos are delicious, and let me hold you like a taco. Which one are yours? Okay. I made you tacos. Okay. Let's go out for tacos together. <laughs> <laughs> So as you can tell, like, um, the big thing there was our love languages, like, don't match. Mm-mm. But it's not having to do with matching. It's just knowing and appreciating that love language. Yeah. Like, I know what your needs are, and you know what my needs are, and you know what I like to do for you, and vice versa. 
We made sure those knees are met with tacos. <laughs> yes. Sounds like we're going to be doing that tomorrow. We were, yes, we're probably going <laughs> to. In, in a podcast about love languages, we've now made ourselves hungry for her tacos. Yeah, probably. Ooh, a choco taco. That's Ooh. ice cream. Damn, you got me. This is why I love you. Yay, I'm the best. <laughs> and on that note, thank you for listening to Met My Match. I'm Chris. I'm Shelby. Catchphrase. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Met My Match. Please subscribe to wherever you get your podcast. We upload a new episode every other week. Also, please follow us on Twitter at MetMyMatch, where we post our weekly disputes. Thanks again for listening.